increased, their grace abounded, or grace multiplied. Again we read in the same scripture, Jesus became sin for us. It is rather difficult for us to understand where this saying, where sin increased, their grace abounded. Why? Because it is not the usual way of understanding, especially for us religious. We glorify holiness. And one of the things we notice is also this, that many who are known for holiness or think themselves are holy are also very, very arrogant. They cannot tolerate others who are weak or in our usual way of expression, sinners. The fallen ones have no place. They have absolutely no place. They have only one thing. What they deserve is condemnation. And hardly any one of us is free from this sort of feeling or attitude. And daily we may be living in this sort of thing. I am superior. I am not a fallen person. I am not a sinner. And the danger of being this way is very, very to be very, very arrogant or proud is not very much given importance or we do not just bother to become aware of this part or of this situation within us. And I said it is very difficult for us to understand why, when sin increases, grace should increase? Or isn't it in a way the Bible is encouraging us to sin more for the sake of grace? a thing can be interpreted in many ways unless and until one becomes part of the experience of that fallen state we just cannot understand experientially this thing fallen doesn't mean not only one thing alone it means that we all have the weakness to make mistakes <coughs> and why this scripture says Jesus became sin <coughs> we are not told that he committed sin and also again we are told that he was tempted in every way 
so that he would know what human beings are. Maybe this is the thing many of us miss or many won't like to accept that we have the weakness and we are like others. We think that to be like others is something low. We are falling low in holiness. So we have to be superior. This superior mentality makes us to get away from holiness. The other day I was talking about compassion. A compassionate person does not feel that he or she is simply different from others. On the contrary, this person feels with the weakness of the other one and the person is weak to condemn others out of love. Because of love, a person cannot condemn another one. So, where sin increased, there grace abounded. What is compassion for God? He sees that others should be more of his, others should have more of his power to bring the fallen person up. And what we see in the religious groups or in the priestly groups, this sort of arrogance. There is a parish priest who demands holiness. There is a superior in the community who demands holiness. And someone is weak, knowingly or unknowingly, most of the time there is a lot of ignorance and weakness in everyone. And if a person does get understanding or compassion, it doesn't mean it is a license to be evil, license to repeat the mistakes, but the support to become again well. Maybe we uh, get much more grace or we need much more grace than when we are holy. Or in other words, when we are sinners or fallen persons. The word fallen is not very well appreciated. It can be very, very, it can be in every sphere that one can make mistakes. And in the scripture, the Old Testament, the sin connotes missing the target. The aim that we cannot reach what we plan to have. 
where we plan to reach we make or we get diverted or we get misled and because of that we are not in that particular place where we should be means we are supposed to be good finally to be good with god with others and with one's own self this triangle has to be always kept in mind that we are not isolated persons we are related to god and we are related to others and we are related to our own self so all these have to get importance and if one is neglected something goes wrong we will miss something if we only care for god and we do not care for others something goes wrong or we only care for others and not for god and uh we care for our own self also but something goes wrong or if we care only for our own self and not god or not others again something goes wrong something is missing maybe the role of grace is this that we are constantly helped to keep this balance that we are we care for god we care for others we care for our own self and that is holiness and due to this weakness when we neglect any of these things then we need more help as a weak person requires as a weak person requires more tonics and nourishing food maybe from that point of view we can understand this script reality where sin increased their grace abounded not because sin is creating grace maybe there is more kindness there is more sympathy from god for such persons but i don't think from childhood onwards any of us can really say this this how many of us really uh know that confessional is a place which produces negative experiences rather than the experiences which the scripture produces or which the scripture uh, uh, promises because a priest can be very very uh, terrifying because of his scolding shouting and even cursing uh because we uh, sinners repeat the sins again and again at our confessions and we also come uh, across people who keep away from the church 
Church is a place where God is available for us and uh, we know that uh, many so-called sinners feel so uncomfortable to go to church so they keep away from the church and the role of the church is is just the opposite that where sinners are welcome for consolation for forgiveness for acceptance of their weak state etc etc and uh, we come across many individuals who feel very very difficult to go to the place where God is present according to our faith in the church that uh, these persons can go there to draw inner peace from God himself and uh, the, uh, why this happens? Because these people are branded as fallen, as sinners. And unless and until we experience this sort of, of uh, uh, what the scripture promises us, and what Jesus experienced, uh, we cannot go confidently to God, whether it is in the church or outside the church, whether in this place or in another place. And uh, we cannot experience what is holiness unless we experience what Jesus experienced. And why Jesus had to become sin? Was it an imaginary meditation, fantasizing sin? Or he really experienced the effects of sin? It is very easy for us to meditate or to imagine or to fantasize and feel that we have had the experience. For instance, we can imagine what cancer is or something else is, but that's not the real experience. And I think the scripture is not talking about fantasy experience, but the scripture is talking about the real experience. If it is fantasy experience, the scripture doesn't have its value, its power for us or for anybody. If Jesus experienced, as again and again we are told, that he was tempted in every way. We know some instances where he was tempted. But scripture makes it very clear for us that he was tempted in every way. Not only after the fasting or in some places where he was supposed to be made king for the Jews, some glaring examples are there 
but we are told that uh, there are many others and unless we uh, have this sort of experience that we have experienced uh, similar to what Jesus experienced that means that we are fallen people and if we do not experience this it's very easy for us to condemn a fallen priest, a fallen nun, a fallen religious or a fallen uh, any person but to say that I have a personal experience what is to be fallen I think then we will have much much chance not to be proud a real experience of fallenness a real experience of weakness and Jesus was very in a way very proud to know the weaknesses of his in a way his so that he can be compassionate and is not uh, condemning his brothers and sisters and this is what we should be looking for and praying for the compassion weak to be weak with another one who is weak and if I have this weakness experience and uh, 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 we will be able to understand others and we also will be able to understand Paul with all his fantastic experience of heaven mystical experiences uh, 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 and uh, the risen Lord etc etc yet this man had some weaknesses and he could not for one moment feel that he was superior to others but most of us don't we at one time or other uh, uh, aren't we victims of being very very proud that we thought one time or other that we were much superior to others because we had not committed such and such a sin or we did not have or we do not have or we will not have such weaknesses as this person or the other person whom we label as fallen when people are keeping rules and regulations they definitely feel at one time or other that they are not able to make mistakes because they are so perfect in keeping rules and the natural uh, consequential uh, feeling is this that they feel they are superior and if we are honest with our own self 
we will be able to confess in all humility that this has happened to us many, many times. When we are keeping rules and regulations very well, and when we are praying very well, and when we are keeping all the religious practices very well, when we are keeping all the ritualism and piety very well, ah, then we are very much helped to be more proud. Where such practices increase, this increases pride. And on the one hand, we are told by scripture, we are told by Jesus to keep rules. And on the other hand, we are also made to be aware that keeping rules is not the only thing. The awareness has to be this for us to take advantage and what is the advantage? Not to be proud. To be humble enough to be always aware that we are weak. And that brings truth. And what is truth? The truth is what is. If we are not aware, we can be blown up blown up very much with our own self-reliance and self-justification. That is opposite of humility. Opposite of fallen state feeling. Opposite of sinner feeling. That is pride. Jesus could not sin because he was divine. But why at all the scripture is making, making this obvious for us that he was made sin. We will have to explain this. But uh, is it easy? He became like sin or he became like any one of us uh, that is he became sin to make us sinners holy to make us uh, uh, ready to accept that we are weak and we can make mistakes and we can sin, we can fall and without this basic readiness to accept that we are sinners, we are weak, we have made mistakes, we will be able to, we will be still making mistakes is the basic requirement for freedom, basic requirement for truth and basic requirement for salvation. And Jesus cannot save us unless we are ready to accept this. And Jesus shows to us that he is willing to do this so that 
his so-called weakness becomes his power within us to make us like he is as uh, redeemed persons or he makes us uh, uh, ready for our redemption and that's why uh, we are uh, told that he was tempted in every way he was made to feel that he was weak in every way so that he should know what a human being is and what are his struggles to be good and to fight against evil and it's not all that easy as we holy people demand from others to be holy and just giving commands to others and without without having any sympathy without having any compassion and if we understand uh, in a little way what jesus was then we will be able to be open enough to understand what compassion is and then we will be able to be a little open to us our own redemption and help others also for their redemption and when we are uh, able to <coughs> understand the weakness uh, then we just cannot uh, be very confident that just because we pray or use our imagination in uh, prayer uh, we have the real experience and uh, in a way prayer becomes an obstacle for us because most of the time our prayer is unreal and uh, prayer should become real in the sense the prayer and the experience of fallen state should be identical then only i can uh, become away of the power of jesus christ otherwise i will be only aware of my power which is self destructive we talk about jesus's power and then we also have to be aware here is a man who has experienced weaknesses and this experience or these experiences of weaknesses at various moments in his life or definitely definitely made him become aware of his inner power with god and that's what we have to become 
aware of that we have the power with Jesus to redeem our own self and this awareness comes only through our weakness or our fallenness or if we say through our mm, sinfulness maybe with the exception of Our Lady we are told that right from the beginning she was kept free from sin experiences but uh, could Our Lady be different or more superior than Jesus himself if Jesus experienced all the weaknesses couldn't Mary in all her holiness and uh, non-sinfulness uh, uh, couldn't experience uh, weaknesses then we are making Our Lady greater than Jesus now when we say fallen state can we use another expression limitation and what is this limitation the limitation is not only that we have but uh, we should say in a way that we should have this limitation why Otherwise we should be or we will be very very proud and I would put this way it is necessary to be uh, falling uh, you should not misunderstand me it is necessary to be falling experiencing the limitations that means we should feel the weakness in the weakest moment and in the weakest um, level so that we will hang on to God and we will not uh, uh, rely on our own self then only we will understand what is this state of fallen sin when we say that we should have this sort of an experience is it something a new experience or become aware of the actual situation we don't have to commit a particular sin in order to experience anyone is there who came to life up to now without making any mistake but what happens to us is this that even though we are weak we are not able to accept it 
I can think of an example. All people who are weak, who needs help to walk, and we have seen very many of them refusing help. They say they are strong. It's difficult for them to accept that they need to accept help. And this sort of mentality all of us have in the spiritual level. What is that? In spite of being weak, we will never be able to accept that we are weak persons. And I must realize that what is the beauty in this weakness or fallen state? Let me give another example where we feel what we naturally feel. Suppose we hear somebody living a religious life. Somebody ran away with another person. And some priest giving up his priesthood. As soon as we hear, uh, doesn't anger start rising in our heart? Even if we don't know who the priest is, even if we don't know who the nun is, or even if we don't know who the young girl who spoiled her future, at once the feeling of anger, why she did it, she should not have or he should not have done it. And we are ready with all our condemnation and uh, we would uh, be giving advice they should have taken precaution they should have been more careful etc etc but we don't realize the age-old wisdom of the Old Testament and other religions uh, what we expect from others please give it to them be ready to do towards them what you demand from them but in our dishonesty we have tremendous uh, readiness to 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 forget or to be uh, blind or to be hypocritical and we will not allow ourselves to think we are also weak we also could be like them and on the contrary we are ready to condemn others and uh, this delicacy that is the delicacy to be aware that I am also weak like others uh, there is a great need in each one of us to increase this delicacy or increase this compassionate uh, uh, compassionate uh, understanding or attitude towards others and uh, 
and that will not come to us unless we realize that we are weak we have certain amount or too much fear of sin that's not making us to realize this weakness fear of sin is something else we are afraid of going to hell and we are afraid of losing heaven and god's worst type of punishment but weakness the fallen state of person of a person that is something different which each one of us has to experience that the doesn't mainly threaten us about punishment and we have to become aware of this fallen state this falling or uh, this feeling has to be exact and what is that exact feeling utter helplessness and hopelessness and this is what jesus felt at the last moment when he cried on the cross why my father you have left me abandoned me okay and this feeling we have to experience and this helplessness only will make us rely on god because we don't have any strength of ours any power of others to rely within or without to rely on our own power and this is the weakness we should realize and then only it becomes more understandable or redeemingly understandable where sin increased their grace increased where man became powerless they god became more powerful in order to make man powerful as god himself is and uh, our attitude is to condemn others our attitude is to demand from others and our attitude is very very rigid jesus's attitude is different he goes to zacchaeus not to condemn him we are all experts and we praise are much more of hop experts than others to condemn others and we and we rarely remember that we or <coughs> we have condemned ourselves it's uh, maybe very very uh, rare because uh, we we never feel weak as such in the real redeeming way 
and in case we have faults or mistakes or so called if we have fallen we try to cover up because i am a priest i have to cover up to keep up the good name of priesthood and uh, uh, also the respect should not be brought down but jesus if he was a priest he enjoyed being messy with sinners he wanted to get polluted in our indian context this purity or keeping aloof from the pollution or polluting persons or things uh you know it will be very difficult for us to accept this polluting jesus or i took i get to hoods for this pollution this type of jesus is not very very attractive for us we want a pure and holy jesus in our spiritual sphere we are doing this type of thing in spite of being a polluted person we blindly go around saying or thinking or feeling we are not polluted persons and others should not pollute us we are not messy persons because of our status because of our holiness because of our good works because of our sacrifices etc oh i am a religious so i should not have this thing and uh, this the other thing is something very low and uh, uh, things like that and <coughs> i am very particular i should not project my weaknesses to others uh how they should not come to know that i am a fallen person and how many of us are so so ready to lose our our trust in anyone when we come to know that person is not a holy person and we are boasting every day that i am like jesus i want to be like jesus etc etc and least bothered about compassion least bothered about knowing that every one including me is weak even at the moment of receiving the lord or after the lord is within us how many of us are unaware that we are weak persons we are fallen persons and many of us are busy in condemning others that so and so has received communion because she or he should not have received or she or he is not worthy to perform this eucharist etc etc 
not knowing that we are also in the fallen state so when uh, we have this sort of awareness uh, we will be uh, like uh, Jesus to accept our weakness and to accept others with weakness and then we will be like the prodigal son to say that you know I am not worthy anymore anymore and I am not come to you Jesus because I am worthy I am sinless to receive you I have come to receive you to become strong because of your strength because I know I am not strong but I am a fallen person when I go to God and I accept all my responsibility in all repentance in all my weakness feeling that only God can repair me don't I or shouldn't I feel terribly good that I committed that sin because if I have not committed that sin I would not have had this deep relationship with God what I mean is this as I approach my God as a sinner willing to accept that I have done something wrong and what makes me to approach him not fear but the deep trust that he will forgive me and he will accept me and I, I am aware the meanness of mine and the more I am mean to him I feel much more related to him because he is so kind and he is so good to me to forgive me to accept me uh, then I realize it the meaning of the uh, scripture passage where sin increased the grace increased and shouldn't I be proud if at all it had happened that because of my sin I became closer to God and if I had not sinned in a way I would have increased my pride in a way but I cannot think of a situation from my birth till today where uh, you know that uh, uh, I had a similar feeling when I did something very very holy whether it is prayer or reception of sacraments that I feel so close to God as when I went to him as a sinner as a fallen person to him uh, here I come to you and I know you won't throw me out you won't chase me out you won't tell me to get out I don't want you uh, 
my God will not say all these things to me. I feel more intimacy in such a sinful situation than in all my holy, holy situations. And that's why I, uh, I say with much conviction that this scripture passage is very, very meaningful for us. And if we sit with our pride, if we sit with ourselves, uh, self-sufficiency, and if we think that all these religious practices makes me very close and very, very intimate with God, I may miss the very intimacy, the relatedness with my own God. Tremendously I miss something. That deep feeling of intimacy, the real intimacy, and uh, uh, the uh, the father, the the generous father, the forgiving father, the 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 all compassionate father, who simply accepts me as I am, not bothered about my worthiness at all. This complete feeling of being pulled into God and that is compassion just being absorbed into himself uh, without looking how clean how pure and how worthy I am and in when I am very conscious about my achievements in prayer etc this in a way what I am doing is to repel myself from my God, not bringing closer to God. Again, just to repeat, sometimes or oftentimes our confessions or the best confessions will make us more proud than more humble from this point of view. One has to be very, very honest with one's own feelings to find out, not because I say you should be ready to, to condemn me or ready to agree with me. One has to discover this state of uh, mind, one's own mind, to find out whether it's true or not. Now we can ask, why is Paul crying? that some thorn is all the time poking him. This uh, blessed thorn is poking him again and again. But 99% of us, here and everywhere, all in the religious life, will weep uh, very, very sure that uh, uh, almost all the all, all of us think uh, we are sinless. We are okay, and uh, we may be uh, feeling very terrible to live with sinners, and and uh, mm, we feel horrible and terrible 
and awful because we are among sinners and uh, and uh, we cannot find many holy people like us to have a real god experience but what is the effort of jesus in this regard he collects prostitutes and others who are unwanted and looked down upon by the society the holy society especially the religious group and he feels comfortable he doesn't feel the nausea he doesn't feel stomach ache he doesn't feel back ache he doesn't feel headache he doesn't feel ache to be with such people he feels comfortable he feels at home and he feels proud that he can be with sinners and he can loudly shout and say go and tell people i am with such people only and i'm not bothered about my good name and uh, how many of uh, our holy people can feel this sort of freedom to be with sinners to feel one with where sin increase their grace abounded i must come to realize that i have nothing to boast i have nothing to be sure that i am powerful what is the power power of sinfulness power of fallenness why because in that sinfulness only i will really uh become aware that uh, uh this is his power because not because of sin but because of my readiness to accept my weakness my limitation and that some of explains when jesus says when you die only you have life same principle but such things i can meditate without getting any power without last any lasting power but if i become 100% uh, awareness of my weakness uh, then then that is part and this awareness of my weakness my sinfulness ah uh, that is part that is part that i cannot be holy as god wants to me to be holy as he is holy except in confessing to myself and to him that i am helpless and he has to give me the power 
and uh, only my weakness my fallenness will be will make me ready to kill myself so that god can give me his life god can give me his power god can give me his love and god can always keep me within him absorbed into him and uh, we are supposed to be perfect as the heavenly father is perfect as jesus had told to each one of us and this is the most beautiful things uh, <clears throat> one of the most beautiful things in the scripture that uh, we can become uh, limitationless and get absorbed into god and become as god and this happens only when i am ready to accept my weakness and if i don't experience my weakness how can i experience my weakness and how without experiencing the weakness how can i accept my weakness and that's why jesus was made sin for us experience identical becoming one so that he can make us like god uh <coughs> but when we think of sin we normally think we are going to lose our power lose whatever energy we have spiritual energy we have had collected in the past and we become terrified with the real weakness and especially with the much more uh, weakness of uh, guilt feeling uh there are hundreds and hundreds of quotations in the bible which can create terrible terror in us if we do not understand what uh, uh the scripture really wants to teach us all of the scripture by creating this sort of terror or fear uh it's it's not to be getting away from god through fear but to make us away that it is good to be a sinner and uh, it's not encouraging us to commit more and more sin or to keep away from more and more sins out of fear but love has to take the main role the trust has to take the main role then only god becomes meaningful for each one of us fear has its limited role uh, but fear doesn't uh, liberate us completely will any any father say that by forgiving his son he went on committing more and more uh, wrong things except in few individuals 
normally we don't find if the forgiven people are going on doing evil unless they are really malicious and really uh, mentally deranged forgiveness really brings us to or brings anyone to deeper relationship with the forgiving person whoever it is whether it is father or anyone else we don't have to encourage uh, this uh, fear uh, unhealthy fear of god in order to keep us away from sin and if that was the case god would not have given us the freedom to do evil things and let me again say it is it is good to be a fallen person it is good to be a sinner why because that makes me feel that i am nobody and that makes me to feel that i am weak and that only will make me to depend on my god otherwise i become more and more self reliant and unless i experience by my nothingness through my weakness or through my fallenness i cannot become powerful i may not be able to understand what is the compassion of god what is the greatness of god what is the goodness of god what is the love of this god and uh, this i may experience sometimes at home sometimes among my friends when i become very very mean at the end the person who loves me who forgives me i don't uh and uh, that person doesn't keep all these things against me and allows me to start again and doesn't allow me to feel bad and uh ah uh, oh, i feel terribly bad i feel uh, cracking up because of the greatness and goodness of the other and 